Welcome to Chicago Tabernacle, a place of becoming. Wherever you find yourself, we pray that you would be encouraged today by God's word. Please join us now as we hear a message from Pastor Toledo. How many praise God for the chain breaker today? Come on, put your hands together and bless him. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I'd like you to turn in your Bible to 1 Samuel chapter 18 as we continue on the series titled Pursue. It's a series on the life of David. David was a man after God's own heart. And honestly, I'm so excited about today's message. Today's message is very practical. Today's message is very simple and basic. Today's message is very true to life because what you're going to see is how God steps in just all we have to do is seek the face of God and how many know the Bible says seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all things everyone say all things all things will be added unto you and we're going to we're going to look at 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 a, a season in David's life that is very much like the drama of everyone's life. How many people have some drama in your life? How many, like, you're going to see a lot of drama. From now on, as you read this story, you'll see much drama, and especially right even in David's family. You know, I said in the first service, I said, how many people have some drama in their family? And people were like, oh, jump. They almost like were touching the... The lights up there, they were jumping so high. How many have a little bit of drama in your family and in your just stuff, right? And, uh, and David had the same thing. What we're talking about today is, is, is that David lived a life just like we lived. He had the same kinds of challenges. And yet there was a special blessing upon his life because David was a God seeker because he pursued the face of God. And the title of today's message is David pursued God and found favor. Everyone say favor. favor. He sought God and he found favor. It's, it's an amazing thing about the life of David is that David would seek God alone and then he would end up in some kind of public setting and then the Lord, right in the middle of everyone, I'd describe it this way, the Lord would say, okay, excuse me, excuse me. Right here, this is my man. How many know God is able to do that even in 2018? He's saying right here, you see this one? This one. And how many know God wants to say this one over every single life in this building? And so what I want to do before we pray, read the text, I want to define favor so you guys could, like even when we read the verses, by the way, we're, this now becomes a cycle of what we're going to read, and it is drama. It becomes, in a sense, the cycle of David's life until he actually becomes king. So this goes on for a long time. But even though it goes on for, the, for a long time, what you see is that you can't stop the favor of God on uh, the life of a person who is a God seeker. David was a God seeker. So what is favor, very quickly? Favor is the fruit of deeply pursuing friendship, God's friendship and pleasure. You see, some people, uh, 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 some people, maybe you're in business school, Pastor Matt's in business school, and, and some people go to college. I remember uh, when I was, you know, a long, long time ago, I took my first business class, and I remember them talking about how important it is to network, and, and networking is a big deal in this world, and, you know, it's not what you know, it's who you know, and networks are very, very important. This past week, Pastor Matt and I were away, and we were talking to 
different people and, and hopefully securing some support for our church in a variety of ways. And, and those things are all important, but those things are nothing compared to the favor of God because how many know God is the king of all the networks? How many would say amen? So many people spend so much of their time and energy. Listen, this message is for us today. They spend so much of their time and their energy wanting the favor of men. And they put so much uh, 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 of, their, of their blood and sweat and tears into getting the approval of men. And they fail to realize that there is nothing better than friendship and the pleasure of God upon your life. The New Testament reality is this, it's without faith it's impossible to please God. And anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that, everyone read this with me, ready? He rewards those who earnestly seek him. God rewards people who seek him with his favor. Thank you, Lord. So here's what it means. Okay, let me put it like simply. And what I'm about to say, I mean it respectfully, I mean it reverently. But just to describe it, so what happens is, is that God, he will dangle, if I could put it that way, he will dangle his promise in front of your life. He'll dangle his presence before you. He'll dangle his kingdom in front of you. The word of God, he puts it out there for us. Now, the Bible says he delights in us, okay? He delights us. He loves us with an everlasting love. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. If that's not enough proof that God really loves us, that he gave his son Jesus, I don't know what is. He absolutely loves us. Everyone say, he loves me. He absolutely loves you. And how do you know? He loves you so much that he gave his son Jesus for you. That's love. It doesn't get bigger. It doesn't get better. How great is the love of God that he has lavished upon us. You see? So God loves everyone. But here's what he does. He, he, he comes near to us. He manifests himself in different ways. And then he sees who will delight in him. You see? Some people, when God becomes real to them, they're like, Lord, I don't care about this world anymore. I don't care about the things of this world anymore. I want you, Lord. I want you, and then in Psalm 37 it says, delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. In other words, God is, he's, he delights in us, but he's looking for who will delight in him. And the people that delight in him, the people that will seek him, the people that will earnestly seek him, that person he will reward. The Bible says that God rewards openly what's done in secret. And this is why David's life was so special and so powerful. It was because David was a God seeker. Okay, David was a God seeker. How many know God is the one, the Bible says, that opens doors that no man can shut? Maybe you need some open doors in your life. How many know our God is able? Your heavenly Father is able to open the door. But some people spend their whole life trying to push doors open when they should really be seeking God because God is able to go like this, blink. You see? Some people, they're pushing, pushing, pushing. God is able to go. You see, but who does God do that for? He does those who, for those who seek him. You see? When you seek me, you'll find me. But when you seek me with all your heart, the Bible says, and so this story today is just kind of like a regular season in anyone's life where because he was a God seeker, you see a manifestation of the favor of God on, on his life. Today, you want to take away Hebrews eleven six 6 with you. Okay, here's a promise for you. He rewards those who earnestly seek him. And I do want to say this before I move on. Okay, it's very important. Maybe you're a, a mom here. I'm, I've been freshly reminded by this because we just, we have a new addition, little Roman, 
Anna's three weeks old, new baby, Tommy's son. And uh, um, amen. And uh, we clap. You don't have to clap. Christy and I, we're clapping all day. We get videos, pictures. It's like almost a cult, you know? And um, so, um, but I'm reminded because I, one of the big things is how did he sleep? Well, he didn't sleep at all last night. And you know, and so you might be a, a mom with little children and you might feel like favor, seeking God, seeking God. Ha! You know my life? This is crazy in this house. You know, I got that. Okay, I got that. But listen, all right, you don't need two hours to get the favor of God. God, he'll even respond to a whisper. Okay? Even a whisper. And sometimes you're too busy. You know, sometimes life gets crazy. Now look, if your excuse is always that you're too busy, then it's just an excuse. Okay? Because no one is that busy that they don't, can't make time to seek God. Knock out a little Netflix, knock out the news, and knock out this and knock out that, knock out Instagram and Facebook. You'll find a few minutes for Jesus. How many will say amen? Okay? But notwithstanding that, sometimes life gets intense, and even when life is super intense, all you have to do is one verse. One verse. For example, Psalm, Psalm 84 says, How lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord God Almighty. My soul faints for the courts of the Lord. It's like, Lord, I want to be with you, Lord. I miss you. You know, when you say to God, I miss you, how many, how many think it makes, how do, how do you think it makes God feel when you say, Lord, I miss you? I'm so busy. Even that, your heart, you could be online, you know, and it's been a crazy day. You know, I was online this week, and actually it was at the airport. I was online, and these people were late, and they, the, the brothers behind the desk, they were just taking their sweet, they were like, And one lady started yelling and screaming. I was like, yo, stuff is going to break out. I'm moving to the side. <laughs> she was upset, and it was like, whoa. And uh, I thought it was a little airport, but this is, forget about little airport. This lady was upset. She was lit up, and she was like going off, and, and the guys were so calm, you know. You ever get online, and the people are so calm that you're like going, Lord, I'm going out of my mind right now. <laughs> See, but right at that moment, you could say, Lord, how lovely is your dwelling place. I know you can worship God online even when you're frustrated. In other words, your heart can always be reaching out to God. You know, your heart can always be reaching out to God. And the Bible says that he is a rewarder of them that earnestly, King James says diligently, which I like even more diligently seek him all you have to do is seek God and whoever seeks God will find his favor everyone say favor. favor yes everyone who seeks God will find his favor now very quickly we could be reading we could read the next two chapters in their entirety I'm going to, you know, reduce it to like 16 verses to just show one cycle of it and then put up a, a quick chart. Let's look at this. It says, after David had finished talking with Saul, he met Jonathan, the king's son. There was an immediate bond between them for Jonathan loved David. Why did Jonathan all of a sudden love David? That's what you call everyone favor. You see, that's favor. From that day on, Saul kept David with him and wouldn't let him return home. Why did Saul want to keep David with him? You call that everyone? Favor. David made no petitions. David's father made no petitions to the king, but the king wanted him. You see? It says, and Jonathan made a solemn, a solemn pact with David because he loved him 
as he loved himself. Listen to this, very important. Jonathan sealed the pact by taking off his robe and giving it to David together with his tunic, sword, bow, and belt. Now this is very symbolic because Jonathan was Saul's son. He was the heir to the throne. And this was a prophetic, symbolic act. Jonathan saw something so special about David that his heart was moved to give him all the symbols of kingship because of everyone favor. See, when the favor of God is on you, things happen that you could never make happen. You can't make these things happen, all right? Now, watch. Whatever Saul asked David to do, David did it successfully. So Saul made him a commander. He was promoted over the men of war, an an appointment that was welcomed by the people and Saul's officers alike. More favor. When the victorious Israelite army was returning home after David had killed the Philistine, women from all the towns of Israel came out to meet King Saul. They sang and danced for joy with tambourines and cymbals. This was their song. Saul has killed his thousands and David his tens of thousands. Now you're going to see the other side of favor. Okay? It says, this Saul, this made Saul very angry. What's this, he said? They credit David with 10,000 and me with only thousands. Next, they'll be making him their king. So from that time on, Saul kept a jealous eye. Everyone say jealous. A jealous eye on David. The very next day, a tormenting spirit from God overwhelmed Saul, and he began to rave in his house like a madman. David was playing the uh, the harp as he did each day. But Saul had a spear in his hand, and he suddenly hurled it at David, intending to pin him to the wall. But David escaped him twice. Favor. Favor, thank you. Now you're catching it. Now we can go home. Okay? Hallelujah. That's favor. Twice he escaped. Saul was then afraid of David, for the Lord was with David. Everyone? The Lord was with David. Somebody's against him, but it doesn't matter who's against him, because if God be for us, who can be against us? How many would say amen? You see? Says the Lord was was with him uh, and had turned and had turned away from Saul. Finally, Saul sent him away and appointed him commander over a thousand men, and David faithfully led his troops into battle. David continued to succeed in everything he did, for the Lord was with him. Just one more time, everyone. Favor. The Lord was with him. You see, we want to succeed, and that's fine, but something happens when you seek God. There's earthly success, and then there's a success that comes from heaven, and it's different, and it's better. Amen. It's different, and it's better. It says, when Saul recognized, recognized this, he became even more afraid of him. But all Israel and Judah loved David because he was so successful at leading his troops into battle. So what I want to do now, oh, let me, so, let me say this. I want to pray in a moment. But let me just, so this is a cycle. Here's the cycle. God puts his favor on David's life. Dave, uh, Saul is jealous. But because of the favor of God, David gets through. Over and over. In just two chapters, very quickly, put up the next chart, and then we're going to pray. Okay, in 18, he tries to pin him with a spear, but he escapes. He promises his daughter in marriage later on. If you keep reading, go home and read these chapters, please. Okay, he was hoping that he would die if he would go to war. David denied his daughter, but he still went to battle and was still successful. Then he promised his second daughter if he killed 100 Philistines, again, putting him on the battle line so he 
could die. But David killed 200 Philistines and did marry Michael. Then he ordered his own son, Jonathan, to kill David. Jonathan defended him because of favor. So the cycle goes on and on and on for chapter after chapter after chapter. So we're praying for the favor of God, but we have to recognize, brothers and sisters, that in this life, you can have troubles, but still have the favor of God. And what I'm hoping is that we would get focused, that, that we would gain a conviction here today about becoming a God seeker like never before. And depending and trusting, not on the favor of men, but on the favor of God, knowing that even when the hard times come, God is always faithful and we can still find his favor. How many believe that, that when the hard times come, we can still find the favor of God, amen? So let's pray, but look, I want you to pray for yourself today. Okay, pray for yourself. Pray for the favor of God upon your life. There's nothing better than favor. There's nothing better than the favor of God. There's nothing better than friendship and pleasure and relationship with God. In, instead of saying, well, you don't understand my life, God understands your life. Amen. He created you. God understands how we get into difficult and hard, difficulties and hardships. He understands maybe you're in a pit. Maybe you're in a prison. Maybe someone's after you. Maybe the worst thing is going on right now. I'm telling you right now, the favor of God will bring deliverance and freedom and blessing upon your life. Can somebody say amen to that? You've got to come into agreement with that. He's a reward of them that diligently seek him. How do you fix it? Seek the Lord. How do you fix it? Seek the Lord. Okay, when you seek the Lord, then the will of the Lord begins to unfold. But it all begins by seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And the Bible says that all things will be added. So let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we are longing for favor. And Lord, we thank you that favor comes to those who seek you earnestly. And Lord, we want to say, like the psalmist, your loving kindness is better than life itself. And Lord, we love you, and we want to love you more. We seek you, and we want to seek you more. God, do something in our lives so that we could be set free from whatever holds us back on this earth and so that our hearts will be fixed upon you. Lord, blessed is the man in whose heart are the highways to Zion. God, our hearts, we want to set our hearts on pilgrimage. We want to go after you. Bless this word and bless every heart and every home. In the mighty name of Jesus, and everyone said, amen. amen and amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So here's what I love about this story is how practical it is and how true to life is. So when you seek the Lord, he puts his favor upon your life, and here's what happens. Favor secures what I'm going to call significant relationships. Okay? This is the holy network I'm talking about. You see? Favor secures significant relationships. God understands that you and I need people. And favor secures that. After David had finished talking with Saul, Jonathan became one in spirit with David and loved him as himself. Why? It was favor. Jonathan could have been jealous too, but he wasn't. God gave David favor with Jonathan, and Jonathan would end up protecting David over and over and over again. 
Then later on, he offers his first daughter, but the Lord didn't allow that to go through. But David's second daughter says his daughter, Michael, loved David. And so he did marry that one because favor will lead you and guide you. How many know favor can lead you? Look, he who finds, the, finds a wife finds a good thing and receives a favor from the Lord. You see? And so Michael loved David, and when David had fled and made his escape, he went to Samuel. So, so here's the thing. God gave him significant relationships, and we want to be, this culture is dying for validation, dying for acceptance, dying for connection, dying to be in that group, dying to get in that office, dying to be here, dying to be there. And let me tell you something. The king of glory can get you anywhere he wants you to be if you will seek him he will open the doors the Lord will open the door the Lord will open the door everyone say the Lord will open the door all you got to do is seek him and all of those key relationships will happen. God is able. All we have to do is become God seekers. I want to give you a quick example of this that as it unfolds, it's not fully, it's not fully, but I want you tell me if this doesn't bear witness with you. Okay? So look, we have a young man in our church. He's 23 years old. His name is Nate. And, uh, um, and he has favor upon his life because he's a God seeker. This young man is a God seeker, right? And uh, he's just an average guy like everybody else, but he's a God seeker. You know what? I, I, I think I've said this already. Forgive me if I've been redundant. But one of the greatest pieces of news in my life is that God loves to bless the average. If you feel average here today, I'm telling you, I know what it is to feel average. I want to say this over and over and over again. Just seek the face of God. He can open doors that no man can shut. All you got to be is a God seeker. Hallelujah. It's an amazing thing. So Nate is a God seeker. So he's, in, in, he's a, a, a cadet. Um, in the Chicago Police Department, he's getting ready to become a, a police officer. When they get close to graduating, he says to, to uh, one of the pastors, hey, we're going to graduate on such and such a day. Can I bring a few of my classmates? I'm on, I want to invite them. Can I invite them? And they come and we'll pray for, uh, would you pray for us? And one of the pastors said, of course we'll do that. And so we thought he was bringing like two or three of his boys, you know what I mean? Well, he put flyers out, he did a whole campaign in all of CPD. Chicago Tabernacle praying for the police and all this kind of stuff. And lo and behold, his classmate is the son of the superintendent, the top cop of all of Chicago. And his son says, I'm gonna come, and then his father says, I'm gonna come too. So, so here's a picture of us actually praying for the top cop of the city of Chicago. Right here, right here. You know why? Because a young cadet is a God seeker. One simple God seeker and things get turned upside down. So, but listen, right? So, you know, what's so cool about this, this is like a highlight for me. Because after we prayed for him, we called up the cadets. They were like, I don't know how many it was, 50, 70, I don't know how many full there. There were a bunch of police brass were here along with the, with the top officer. There were a bunch of guys here, uh, um, not just cadets. We prayed for every police officer. And, uh, and I want to encourage you, every time you see a cop car, in, just say, in Jesus' name, protect them and guide them. Amen. Amen. And teach your children to do the same. Every time you see a fire department, a, a, a fire truck going by or an ambulance, in Jesus' name, protect them and guide them. Amen. How many believe that we should do that? Amen. So, so listen, so he, uh, so they come up. And what was so cool, I was like literally standing right here and I'm like laying hands and laying hands and then I almost bump into to the top cop. 
and I didn't really bump into him. I almost bumped into his gun because it was like right here. And he's, he was laying hands. We, we made him a deacon for the night. And he was like laying hands, praying. It was an amazing sight for me to see the top cop of Chicago praying for people. All because one cadet is a God seeker. How many know God is awesome? Hallelujah. Now look, fast forward just today, this past week, we, this past, uh, for the summer, we just ended something called Safe Haven here at, at our church, where we bring in about 80 kids for the summer, and someone, they sent me some of the pictures, and lo and behold, here's a picture, and that guy right there, that's Nate, the God seeker. He's a police officer now, right? So it was officer's day. We like to teach our kids to respect authority. Everyone said amen. amen. So, so he came in and talked to the kids, and uh, he's a God seeker. And you know what? Here's, the, here's what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is that he gets up in the morning. You and I get up every morning. We don't know what, what, the, what the day holds. But we know that he's a reward of them that diligently seek him. Amen. You see? So here's what I see, because I've been around a little while, because I've read a lot of these Bible stories over and over and over again. So you think that God loved David more than he loved Nate? No. Everyone say no. no. We already established that God loves us with an everlasting love. Okay? In this world, people play favorites, but God never plays favorites. Amen. Now, he does favor those who seek him. He provides for everyone. He sent his son to die for everyone. He reigns on the righteous and the unrighteous. But he does favor those who seek him. And that door is open to everyone. So you see this young man, so this is a different day. No top cop, no police brass, but he's just seeking God and doing what God is telling him to do. You see? Now here's what I believe. I believe one day... 10 years down the road, 15 years down the road, okay, there's going to be some kind of meeting, and they'll be, they'll be picking somebody. Maybe the, guy, the top officer who was sitting right where this brother's sitting, right, maybe the top officer who was sitting there, maybe he won't even be in the position anymore 15 years from now. I don't know. Only God knows. But maybe somebody who was here will be in that meeting will be in that meeting. And maybe they'll be selecting some young man. And then the name, Nate Carrasco, will come up. He goes, wait a second, I think I know that name. How many know the Holy Ghost can put that in the mind of somebody? They'll say, wait a second, wait a second, where do I know this name? And they'll search and search and go, oh, I remember where. Say, all right, stop looking, that's the one. Raise him up, put him in that place. You know what you call that, everyone? Everyone? Favor. Favor. Because if you seek the Lord, he'll find you. You see? Now, I don't know how all of that is going to unfold. But I will tell you this. I'll, to finish this particular point, I've got two more. Um, um, in the book of Esther, there was a, a man named Mordecai. And Mordecai um, actually heard about a plot to kill the king. And he exposed the plot, and the king was delivered, and the king never even said thank you. You see? But Mordecai was a God seeker. And so, so time goes on, and now they're going to kill all of the Jews because of a man named Haman. And Haman raises up. Haman thinks he has the favor on him. Haman raises up and he's plotting to kill all the Jews. And so one night, the king can't sleep. And when he can't sleep, he says to someone, hey, why don't you read some of the history books? And when he reads the history books, just like I just described, it's fictionalized it, but just like that, he says, hey, read me the history. And when they do, they, he goes, oh, yeah, remember there was this plot and they tried to kill you and this guy, Mordecai. He says, Mordecai, I never even said thank you to that guy. How many know God knows how to put the pause on the thank yous to bring the thank you when it really counts? 
So don't ever worry about being passed over. You can get passed over. That doesn't mean that favor's not upon your life. So listen. So when he goes, now he goes to thank Mordecai, and Haman was about to kill Mordecai, and Mordecai was instrumental in, in leading the deliverance of all of the Jews. And all of that happened because there was everyone favor upon his life. So just because you feel passed over today, that doesn't mean you stop seeking God. You gotta keep seeking God because we don't understand what God is engineering. How many know the Lord is the best engineer? He's the best administrator. He's the best orchestrator. And what we see is that when you seek God, in the end, without a doubt, you will experience his. Are you getting it? Now, very, very quickly, okay, because this is real life in the real world, all right? Real life in the real world. Favor can incite jealousy. So there was the, this was their song, Saul has killed his thousands, David's his tens, of th his tens, ten thousands. This made Saul very angry. What's this? They credited him with 10,000, me only with 1,000. So from that day on, Saul kept a jealous eye on David. And it says that he began to rave in his house like a madman. And I want to say this, okay? People who are jealous always only get worse. Okay? Jealousy is a very horrendous thing for a child of God. Jealousy is destructive. Jealousy, you'll see in a moment, is actually demonic. So look, jealousy, here's the definition of jealousy very quickly. Jealousy is an extreme fear of loss, an intense self-interest in another's honor or prosperity. It's part of a demonic logic structure that actually comes from hell. Is that strong? Is that clear enough? Well, look at what the Bible says. But if you harder, harbor bitter envy, that means jealousy, and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast about it or deny the truth. Such wisdom does not come down from heaven, but is earthly, unspiritual, everyone. There's a demonic logic to jealousy. When a person is walking in jealousy, it makes sense to them. It's logical. All of the things that they're doing are true in their own minds, but it's actually a demonic logic. When a person is walking in jealousy, they're tearing down the people that they love. They're tearing down everything around them. And as Christians, we need to be able to look at other people and see them blessed and rejoice in the blessing upon their lives. How many would say amen? The reason we can rejoice in the blessing on someone else's life is because we already know in our hearts that if we seek God, he will bless us too. There's enough in the hands of God for everyone that will seek him. I'm telling you right now, jealousy is demonic. Jealousy, jealousy destroys churches. Jealousy destroys family. Look, look at what this says. Look at uh, what James 4 says. What causes fights and quarrels among you? Don't they come from your desires that battle within you? You desire but do not have, so you kill. You covet but you cannot get what you want, so you quarrel and fight. And watch this. You do not have because you do not ask God. Instead of focusing on what the other person has that you didn't get, instead of focusing on the promotion, instead of focusing on this and focusing on that, put your focus on Jesus and he will open the door. Hallelujah. He will make straight the way. Hallelujah. So many families I think today about about a, a brother who the hand of God was on, but because of deep, listen very closely today, because of deep rejection issues in his life, when he got married, he brought his baggage. He didn't get over it. He didn't get over it. And today this guy who, who, who should be 
like leading a ministry or whatever. I don't even know where he is today. You know why? Because of jealousy. And I, I remember telling him, dude, your wife is as godly as they come. You're seeing things that are not there. You're, 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 you're putting your junk, you're projecting your past and your sense of emptiness. She, the problem is, is you want her to fill you up. Listen, sometimes you're so angry with people, they can't fill you. Only Jesus can fill you and satisfy you and help you. How many say amen? You know, and we destroy ourselves because we're saying, why did they get it instead of me? And we don't realize it doesn't matter how successful you are. You see, you either have a peace from God. Can I tell you something? When I was, I was kind of preparing the notes, I was just thinking about this, man. I've watched this over the years. And uh, um, I've just seen over the years, people have so much and yet be so empty. We just had our... Our third grandchild just came into the world. Tommy's chain breaker guy. Um, <laughs> guy was just saying chain breaker. Just had a baby three weeks. And, um, and I, I, I didn't necessarily, I learned to pray this over time. And I pray. And when I went to the hospital, the first time I held him, and I pray this every day, I said, Lord, let his spirit be strong and let his heart be free. I pray that over my grandchildren every single day. The Bible says, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Lord, let his spirit be strong and let his heart be free. I believe that's what God wants for every single person here. And listen, no one and nothing will do that or could do that, except Jesus. Amen. How many would say amen? amen? So look, I understand it's so easy to have hurt and pain, but if we could just push through, this is what we prayed this morning, if we could just push through the pain, if we could just push through the past, if we could just push through the hurt. Some people, you've been betrayed. Yes, you've been betrayed, and that's real. David was betrayed, too. Jesus was betrayed, too. But time in his presence will set your heart free. Time in his presence will open doors that no man can shut. There's a pleasure that you can walk in and experience that no person or experience on this planet could give you. It's the pleasure of the Father. Amen. So look, let's, here's a, a worldly example of this. Let's take Pablo Picasso is one of the most celebrated artists of all time. He's celebrated and Monuments and statues and everything else. But the truth of the matter is, is despite how prolific his art was, in his heart he was a dark, pretty mean man. Okay? And he couldn't, he could never be satisfied. He was a multi-millionaire. He was multi-famous, still is. Okay? And even though he had all of those things, he was an angry kind of malicious. He was a taker instead of a giver. Okay, so look, his first wife said, out of a sort of morbid jealousy, he forced me to live like a recluse. Like he had this woman in chains and in prison. And here's what it was. It was that he was such a philanderer. He was such a womanizer that he put all of his nasty thoughts and nasty living, he projected it on her. It's like, that's what's going on in your mind and in your heart, Picasso, not in hers. But that's what jealous people do. They project. And listen, if you allow jealousy to overtake you, your mind becomes completely dark. You see, we have to celebrate when other people are blessed. Listen, 
Look how sick it became. All right? His last words to his son were, you're young and I'm old, I wish you were dead. I mean, are you kidding me? How could one human being become that selfish? But that's what happened to Picasso. And a lot of people think, well, that would never happen to me. And listen, it can happen to you. It, there but for the grace of God goes I. How many would say amen? You see? So when you seek God, it protects you, it saves you. If you don't seek God, you're on, on your own for all kinds of craziness. And here's, look, next slide very quickly. Look, for you, where, where you, for where you have envy and selfish ambition, there you find disorder and every evil practice. Look at what, what Francisco Goya said. He said, imagination abandoned by reason produces impossible monsters. And so the jealous person, his mind is just raving monsters. And why? Why do we fight so much? Why do we, like, think about how, how silly, can I say this, how stupid racism is. Amen. Think about how stupid that is. I won't say that in front of my grandkids, but it's an adult crowd. <laughs> people think that they're better than other people when they're really just insecure and empty. Amen. How many know we're all children of God and we should just love each other? Yes. And look, I can't even say that name, but this is good. No man is a complete failure until he begins disliking men who succeed. In other words, it's so beneath the image of God upon a man or woman's life to resent someone else's blessing. When we resent someone else's blessing, it, it puts a flat tire on everything. It shuts everything down. But God wants us to be free. God wants us to celebrate all day. We celebrate him and we celebrate what he's doing in other people. And how many know, if we just focus on him, he knows exactly what we need. And the Bible says he'll give us even more than we need because it says that he's able to do exceedingly and abundantly beyond, everyone say beyond, beyond all that we could ask or imagine. Can we put our hands together? Last point and we'll close. The last point is that the, the favor of God secures the intervention of God, okay? So, so again, I could pull up 20 different examples of this and you'll see as the series unfold, but here's just a couple. When the troops came to arrest David, Michael, his wife, told them that he was sick and couldn't get out of bed. She was stalling for him, even though that was her father, David. David found favor with Michael. In those days, you don't go against the king and you don't go against your father, but she went against him anyway because of favor. Look, uh, uh, but on the way, at a certain point, Saul was gonna go get David. David was about, to was about to be trapped. And that day, God was pouring out his spirit on people. And that day, he even came upon Saul in such a way that Saul forgot about that he was going after David because God can keep you and I one step ahead of the devil day after day after day after day after day. How many would say amen? And that's why, listen, don't panic. Just because things are going wrong, that doesn't mean that you don't have favor. Sometimes things are going wrong because of favor, because favor incites jealousy. But see, we just need to be God-seekers. Just pursue God. Just pursue Him. Your home, your car, your chair, your bed, your kitchen, your living room, your life. If you seek Him, He will find you. Listen. 
He will reward openly things that are done in secret. That's what he promises to do. And how many would agree one more time that God has enough for everyone who seeks him? How many would say amen? Let's lift our hands. Come on, singers. Let's lift our hands. Now, just start tuning your heart towards him. Let your spirit reach. Let your mind reach. Reach. We worship you. We want to see your face. We want your favor. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. All things will be added. Even if you're not used to it, forget about what you're not used to. Break out of it. Favor, getting favorites requires something different. It's different than education. It's different than culture. We're talking about the kingdom of God, the face of God. Let's reach out to him, everyone. Lord, if I find favor in your sight,
close to him just to see life is unique everyone's situation and circumstance is unique and different but we want to pray today God is going to release a grace that will help us to push past whatever hinders pursuing God okay we're going to pray for favor second but the first thing I want you to pray is God help my brother help my sister God make us pursuers today Lord God Come on, pray. God, make us pursuers, Lord Jesus. Help us to break through. Help us to push past. Push past the pain. Push past the trauma. Push past the fear, oh God. Help us, oh God, to push past the culture, Lord God. Help us to push past every lie of the devil, oh God. Every excuse. Lord, you are real. We believe you are real. You are a rewarder of them that diligently seek you, oh God. Said, oh God, God, give us the grace to pray. Give us the grace to praise you, to love you, God. God, when we're in the car, oh God, when we're at home, God, make us God seekers, we pray, oh Lord. Make us God seekers. Strong in the Lord, strong in the grace that is found in Christ Jesus. Release that grace. Release faith, oh God, in every heart to seek you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then I want you to pray right now. Pray for favor. Pray for the standout blessing upon every life. Every woman, every man, the standout blessing of heaven, oh God. Lord, bless your people. Bless every home. Bless every life. We pray for the favor of heaven upon your people, oh God. Favor upon homes, favor upon marriages, favor on our single people, our police officers, oh God, our paramedics, oh God. Favor on our teachers, favor on our students, favor on our businessmen, every worker of every stripe, oh God. We pray for favor, oh God. Favor. God, we pray for your favor upon every life. We pray for your favor on our children and our children's children, oh God. Father, we are looking to you for blessing and not to this world. You're the king of every network, oh God. You're the God who opens doors that no man can shut. Open every door that's needed. Close every door that's not needed, oh God. Release us now to walk in your favor. And God, I pray that we would have such a generous spirit as we walk out of this place, that we would celebrate your blessing upon everyone's life, oh God. 
that we would rejoice every time we see your hand because every time we see your hand of blessing someplace else we know it's sure to come upon us as well oh god surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life and i'll dwell in the house of the lord forever release your people to rejoice Release them to praise, release them to seek, oh God. And we thank you for all you're going to do. In the mighty name of Jesus, and everyone said, amen. Come on, let's give it one more.